Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the South Bay Show, Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, on July 19th, 2019. Live, love, laugh, and leave a legacy. That's what we do here in the South Bay of Los Angeles, and it's a really beautiful place to do just that. The South Bay Show is brought to you by the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce. The Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce has been serving the city of Manhattan Beach for over 60 years, and they are dedicated to promoting a strong local economy by supporting the community, providing valuable business connections, and representing business with government. The Chamber staff is focused on providing its membership with the tools and resources to help businesses grow and thrive within the community. Their goal is to continually support the individual efforts of business as they work to support the growth of the local economy. For more information on how the Manhattan Beach Chamber of Commerce is working with member businesses and the city of Manhattan Beach to support that growth, visit the website at manhattanbeachchamber.com or call 310-545-5313. I'm your host. Joe Terry, and you can read all about our many adventures on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The South Bay Show. Persistence, passion, principle, and purpose. That's what we talk about here on The South Bay Show. Joining us as co-host, the CEO and president of the Manhattan Beach Chamber, Kelly Stroman. And of course, with us today, uh, because of our great partnership, uh, with South Bay by Jackie.com and executive producer of the South Bay show, Jackie Balestra. Hey, Jackie, Kelly, how are you today? Very well, Joe, very well. Hi, Kelly. Good morning, Jackie and Joe. Happy Friday. Hi. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. I have to tell Jackie's you guys something. Favorite day of the week. It's my favorite day of the week. Yeah. Um, well, actually, you know something? Yeah. Monday is actually my favorite day of the week, but that's another story. Let's not get into it. I love Fridays, too. Um, we had a blackout last night at my house. What? Were you prepared? Oh, totally prepared. Oh, my gosh. You couldn't believe how quickly this place lit up. No, we, we've we been prepared for years and years and years. Uh, and I mean, we don't even need candles anymore. We've got those, you know, the electric lanterns, and we've got these LED lights that literally – work off a battery-powered remote, and within seconds there was a light in every room. It was great. It didn't last long. It was only a half an hour, but it's always so weird. And we, John and I were just sitting down. We were, putting, we were going to watch a movie, and we were just sitting down. We got all settled, and I got up to go in the kitchen to, to get something, and boom, everything just went black, just boom. And it was like, uh-oh. You know, and it's just, you know, I mean, gosh knows we've all been through them several times, but it's always a little uh, weird. And as I said, it didn't last long. It was a localized thing, and uh, it was up within a half an hour, and we got a notice from SCE, and everything was fine. But, you know, for about 15 seconds, it was exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get to watch your movie after all? We did. We did. As soon as everything, you know, uh, the modem beeps, you know, the alarm system, those are the first things you start hearing, beep, 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 and then, beep, and then everything comes on. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
Can you yeah, do that, that again? Be <laughs> uh, okay. It, it was a it was a poor imitation. I know it was a poor imitation, but anyway, so that was our excitement for the night. Well, that is very exciting, and it's always that moment of truth. Like, okay, the power goes out. You know, you start looking around. Is it just me? Uh, hopefully not. Is it my neighbors? What's going on? How expensive is it? And then you know the dreaded when will it come back on? So, uh, you know what's fascinating is. Um, when you talk to SoCal Ed, you know, they can do so much uh, repairs and maintenance now remotely. So everything yeah. is not everything, but so much of their programming now is digital that, you know, when the power goes out, they can just go to whatever, a computer board and look to see what the problem is and often reset and switch things back on from Rosemead. You know, from their headquarters in Rosemont, yeah. they no longer have to always send a truck out. You know, and sometimes they do, but you know, so often is they can they can handle it now remotely, which is beautiful when that works. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is funny because we went outside to see if it was just us or a block, and boy, let me tell you, when there is no light, it is dark out there. I mean, it is when there's no street lights or you know people's front porch lights and. Uh, it, 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 but, but what, if we looked out the windows in the distance, you could see plenty of light. So I knew it wasn't all of LA, you know, it was right. just our neighborhood, oh, so, but, yeah. but boy, oh boy, it, it is just, it is just dark out there when they're mm-hmm. even simple street lights, you know, it, it just, uh, it's, uh, anyway, as I said, that was our excitement for the, for the week, I hope. Okay. Well, we, we do take it for granted. And, you know, we uh, live in an area where there's so much lighting and so many houses. We're all so close together. Uh, I think we, we do take it for granted. And then when it does go out, you're like, oh, and it's so quiet usually, you know, and and you can see the stars. Although last night was a little kind of foggy, cloudy. I don't know if you could see stars, Jackie, where you were, but uh, that's kind of the beauty of it, too. Is you have to take advantage of that moment, you know, and being unplugged. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, no, I wasn't. I didn't think to look at the stars. I was more concerned with who has lights on and who doesn't. So, anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, exactly. Speaking of beauty and nature, you just reminded me. I spent um, a half a day up at the South Bay Botanic Garden this week uh, with our mayor Nancy Hurstman. Mm-hmm. We were up there doing some things with uh, the folks at South Bay Botanic Garden. Have you ever spent? much time there other than maybe just going to an event have you ever really walked around or take a guided tour or anything it is gorgeous i am am a i'm a member i'm a member Uh, i've been a member and mm -hmm. boy oh boy you know it's still one of the hidden gems of the south bay it's amazing to me how many people have not been there or are unaware of it and they offer so much they have so many things going on on any given day Never mind the beauty. What what is it? One hundred and seventy three acres of of garden. I think eighty. I think eighty four acres, but still, who who cares? I mean, it's unbelievable, and you feel like you're in a different world. And I love all the little vignettes, like you know, the banyan tree area and the cacti yes. garden, and the this and, that. and their living wall, the the living wall that they've created at the very end there to go back up towards you know the the buildings is is probably the best living wall I've ever seen. Um, but I went to the, um, um, I went, I went to the, uh, like the unveiling of that, the the living wall. I, w- I went to an event wall. up there for that. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's beautiful. It is gorgeous. I, it was just so, I took a bazillion pictures. I've yet to really post them. I need to, you know, and the funny thing is I don't really need to edit most of them. I just need to find the right angle. You know, it, it's just, right. it, it is so beautiful. It's so stunning. And of course, 
everything is just massively flourishing because of the all the rain we had over last year. Yep. And, um, and, you know, even the sky was blue. I mean, I was there during the daytime. So I <laughs> stars, Jackie. <laughs> but it was just gorgeous. And I was like, oh, my gosh, so I have to go back to the office. This is just so beautiful and so relaxing. So um, that was kind of fun. Um, encourage people to, you know, it is, it's so close to, it's whatever. If you're down here in Manhattan, um, you know, the kind of south side, it's no more than really, 15, 20 minutes away, you just go up the hill, go up Crenshaw, and it's really very quickly off of Crenshaw. You don't even have to get deep into the hill area. So um, super fun. Um, more more to come on all of that. Uh, but do you want to hear about my chili cook-off? Remember? I was yes. Judge yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Last weekend for the Connecta chili cook-off that they do, the annual chili cook-off. Um, I think I told you, I did tell you, it, it was supposed to be like a blindfold chili tasting, right? <laughs> yes. So I'm like, how's that mm-hmm. going to work? So when I get there, you know, the, you know okay, I, I was like, whatever, the fourth judge to arrive, and they're taking us over to our sequestering us at our table. We can't say hi to anybody. We can't by, walk by any of the chili being cooked or anything. <laughs> and they take it very seriously. They're like, don't, don't look that way. Don't wave at anybody if you see anybody. I'm like, okay, you know. Um, and it was funny. And people kept trying to come over to us to, to say hello. They get us over there, and I didn't know any of the other judges. And we're all sitting there, and they kind of left us there for a while to go get more supplies and, you know, getting ready. And I go, so um, have any of you done this before? And they're like, no, you know, this is our first year. This is our first year. I go, so I hear it's, I go, I hear it's blindfold chili tasting. And one of them goes, what, girl? You've been, like, fooled. You you know, you (laughs) – and they start going there laughing, and I'm like, wait a minute. I was told it was totally blindfolded. And everybody's laughing. So what uh, apparently wasn't blindfold chili tasting, judging. It was blind, what they call blind chili tasting. A blind so tasting, what they yes. Do, yeah, they come over with the, a representative brings their cup of chili over. You know, they put a number on it. And what we found out after the fact, on the bottom of the cup, is the true uh, entry number of the person and the group and everything. So that's how the ju- mm-hmm. yeah, that's how the people organizing it organize you know the numbers. But they truly go to great lengths to keep it secret. On um, you know there was eight uh, entries on on who you're tasting and everything, which they did. Uh, we had no idea. It was it was really pretty funny. So um, there was really it was really good chili. We had the super spicy. We had you know the meatless. We had you know full of meat. We had uh, very Texas style, one green chili. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, I was not able to say to the, to the very end when they announced the uh, final winners, but uh, it, it was a lot of fun. And proceeds from the day, and there was plenty of auction items and raffles and everything, they all went to Michael's Place, which we love Michael's Learning Place. So it yes. was a fun day, and um, I was not blindfolded. You didn't spill on yourself. I was going to say, if it was going to be a blindfolded taste, they'd have to give you a full body apron. Yeah. No, I didn't spill. And I did um, I did wear, like, dark blue, just to be safe. But uh, we, were, we were all good. <laughs> it, it, was, it was quite fun. But I just I, – it was a lot of fun. I was kind of giggling at myself. I'm like, oh, you, know, you hear one word, and you immediately associate thinking you – know, I mean, my mind immediately went to blindfold, not just blind. You know, yes. Right. I'm a sick. Yeah. So, super fun. <laughs> um, we have some fun things coming up this weekend. Uh-huh. Uh, are you guys going to White right. Light, White Nights? Uh, I am not. 
I am not going this year. I have a graduation party to attend this uh, Saturday night, so I will not be attending. But, you know, I've been there several times. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the biggest event of the summer. Too much fun. Great cause. Uh, right. It's an incredible right. event. And I, I, I believe they've sold out. I, I believe they've already sold out, right? I don't. <laughs> You know what? I checked that last night, and I didn't see that. I'm just pulling it up right now. I got an email like two days no. ago or something, okay. um, and oh, I'm on their did? mailing okay. list. It said, yep, we sold Good. out this Saturday night. Does anybody know who oh, the musical guest is going to be? Because normally in the past they have um, announced the musical guest, but I still haven't seen any. It says surprise musical guest, so I, I guess they're doing things differently this year. Yeah, I do not know, and I've been, I've been wondering and asking kind of the same thing, Jackie. So um, it is a mystery, um, you know. And sometimes they can't announce that. That's not every now. Maybe it's a really, really, really big person, oh, and they boy. can't tell us. Mm-hmm. I'm going to hate myself for missing out. <laughs> just, oh. just saying. Uh, yeah. Just saying that happens. Yeah. Um, anyways, and then on Sunday morning, um, the morning after. White Light, uh, is the big um, Manhattan Beach Grand Prix, hosted by Chevron. And uh, if you've never been to that, it is fascinating. This is, you know, world-class cycling. And and they use the Valley kind of Ardmore Loop in downtown Manhattan Beach uh, to race these, you know, it's professional um, cycling. And it starts off the morning with a uh, little kind of 5K run walk um, for the community, and then it leads right into all the qualifying rounds. And then the finals are usually about, I think, 2 o'clock on, on Sunday. But uh, the racing is phenomenal. I mean, you can feel the, the whiz of the wind as they go by you when you're standing right along, you know, the track. And there's always at least one really good wipeout on the corners. Everybody, you know, <laughs> everybody, everybody always hangs around. Waits for I have to tell a story. One one year, uh, when my kids were little, you know, we had walked over there. We walked over every year just to check it out for a little while. This year we walked over. It was really, really hot, and we were standing on the corner right by the fire department. And, you know, they were just going around and around and around, which is exciting, but there was no wipeouts. There was no really good action. And so one of my sons was like, oh, let's go. This is so boring. You know, they, let's go. And I'm like, okay, hold on. Let's just walk over here to this other corner in the shade because it was like they announced like you know three laps to go or whatever so you know it's going to get really good because when they announced that is when all the cyclists really kick it up right they're they're right. jockeying for right. space they're maneuvering they're going fast you know this is it and so oh my gosh okay one lap to go they come around the corner where we are we had just crossed over diagonally onto the other side underneath the shade right at the you know, end of the last corner before they hit the finish line, okay? And they come around and, you know, someone loses it because it could be a simple little rock. It, it could be anything, right, you know? Right. And, and they they lose it and everybody goes flying because it's like a domino effect. You know, when one bike goes uh. and they're all huddled up like that, it's boom, 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 crash, bing, bing, boom, you know, everything. <laughs> and, of course, my sons were like, cool, well, it was it was pretty um, it was pretty hairy and there was blood and thank God the fire department guys were right there. Uh, <laughs> when all was said and done, and my boys were like, "That was so great." Okay, my son looks down and he has a tooth on his shoe. 
So the guy that was one of the, and this guy actually has won uh, the Grand Prix Super Show. He was the one that really he went head over heels, wipe out, tooth landed on my son. Oh my god! That's how. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh my gosh. If you'd like to see action, uh, go to the Manhattan Beach Grand Prix on Sunday. It's a lot of fun, and it's great for the families. It's a free event. You just walk up, and uh, there's a a tricycle race too in the afternoon. It's, It's a lot of fun. They have a kid zone. Go. They have a kid zone for for the little kids. They do. Yeah, it's, yep. it's a fun idea. I don't I don't want any teeth falling on me though. That's that's not my cup of tea necessarily. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, was, people just it was priceless because they were like, oh, this is so boring. Let's go. And then that happens, you know. So uh, where else? Yeah. Where else? Where else could your son stand where they're going to get teeth being pummeled, you know, thrown at them? No Literally one, one two <laughs> landed on his shoe. It was, it was, it's, you know, it was, it was very, uh, very fun. Anyways, enough about all that action. That's yes. it. The best. The best things happen to you, Kelly. <laughs> I don't know. I think we're all out there so much. We're just exposed to a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. So. Um, wonderful. Uh, is that the end of the announcements for the chamber? That's the end of, that's the, end of the Kelly crazy. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> we're ready. Let's get in. Let's, let's, let's calm it down a little bit, you know, and talk about more educated things. There you go. There's your transition. <laughs> I, I have to say we're, we're excited to, to cover uh, the topic today, the guests, and the concept because it has to be one of the most unique educational uh, opportunities in the South Bay. Um, I'm surprised and amazed that that we continue to come up with these topics. Jackie, it's another first, another, you know, amazing thing in the South Uh Bay. Um, Jackie, who are our guests today? Okay, our guests this morning are Vozgan Mekitarian, Head of School, and Daniela Koverman, Director of Admissions and Outreach for Fusion South Bay. Now, Vozgan has spent the last 10 years working in education, committed not only to helping students grow academically, but to grow as human beings. He has worked as a teacher, academic advisor, and administrator at the high school and post-secondary levels, as well as in adult education. He started his career at Fusion Huntington Beach in 2012 as a recording arts and humanities teacher. Vosgan transitioned to master teacher in 2014 to help open the Miracle Mile campus and served as assistant director there until 2017. Currently, as head of school at South Bay, Vosgan is committed to leading an amazing team of dedicated teachers and administrators to excellence as they serve their students and families. Now, before Daniela Koverman became the Director of Admissions and Outreach, she was one of Fusion Academy's Spanish teachers and the World Language Department head. She earned her Bachelor of Arts in Political Sciences at UCLA and her Certificate in Spanish Interpretation and Translation at UCLA Extension. Daniela learned Spanish while growing up in Argentina and has been bilingual most of her life. Before joining Fusion, she worked in broadcast and digital media in Los Angeles, where she often used her Spanish fluency. Daniela's media experience includes local news reporting and producing, launching e-entertainment television, and creating digital content for HBO. 
Danila's son, Ryan, is a graduate of Fusion Academy, and having seen the life-changing impact Fusion had on her son, Danila was excited to work at Fusion to help students succeed academically, emotionally, and socially, as well as serve the South Bay community. Now, this morning, we'll learn the Fusion Academy story and talk specifically about the Fusion South Bay campus and their fall programs and events. And to learn more, you can visit the website at FusionSouthBay.com. Bozgan, Danila, welcome to the program. We're so glad you could join us this morning. Thank, Thank you for, you for having, having us. us. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. So uh, to set the stage, I mean, really, uh, this is such a unique educational experience, unlike any other. Uh, Voskan, can you just give us an overview of what Fusion South Bay does? Absolutely, uh, Joe. So... Um, the more I talk about this, the more the more I strive to say it in a very succinct way because uh, in the end, I think what we do is really simple and it's um, really humane. Um, and I think what we do mm. is we love students um, and in doing so, we increase their capacity to do the same, to love themselves, to, uh, to be more creative, um, to think independently and um, to give back. Hmm. I think that's, that's really, I think that really sums it up and we do it um, in the academic landscape. So. Right. So that, that is wonderful beginning to our discussion about fusion because it really is about uh, establishing a healthy relationship around an educational subject because of the, uh, the ratio. What, what's the ratio of, of uh, students to teacher? What, 20 to 1, 10 to 1? I know it's really good. <laughs> You're getting close. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. getting close. It, it's, it's, it's one to one. It's one to one, Joe. Um, and as you said when you were yeah yeah and as you said when you were introducing the school that this was this is a concept it really is more than a concept it actually is an ideal that that's come to life. Hmm. It's it's amazing um, and of course our other guest uh, Danila mm -hmm. Koverman I've known her for many many years. Uh, hello Danila. Hi Joe. Nice to connect again. Hi. And please, please don't say how many years, because uh, we're, we're always 25. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are. Um, uh, Danila's son, uh, Ryan, and my son, Jared, uh, played baseball together in Hermosa uh, for many years in the Little League. And her husband, Mike, and I coached in Little League and uh, spent many years doing that. And it was a wonderful, uh, you know, small-town experience. Uh, that that we all cherish very much. So, Danila, that's the thing. That's the mm. thing that, that sets Fusion apart. The best ex educational experiences of our lives have always been focused around a relationship with a specific teacher. But mm -hmm. Fusion, and I assume other educational opportunities like it, focus solely on that that 
good. Can you explain how that's possible, one-on-one instruction? Sure, and I'll go ahead and share a little bit of like our story, you know, via 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 Ryan. Um, but mm. this ideal of you know Fusion Academy and the one-to-one concept really is about serving each student individually, individually, and acknowledging that every student learns differently, so they don't all necessarily succeed in a traditional big classroom, you know, situation. And so every kid mm. on every campus, and we now have 61 campuses in 15 states in, in, in our country. So we're real happy about that growth. But each one gets a personalized, wow. you know, education plan. Yeah, and to kind of just give a little mm-hmm. bit of history, Hermosa Beach, which we do call South Bay, was the fourth in that line of 60-plus uh, schools. We were founded in, in Solana Beach. So early on, um, I we as a family felt very fortunate that we came upon uh, an education option that was a much better fit for our Ryan, who quite frankly, as you probably can remember, Joe, was flourishing in the um, small community, the sports. I mean, we, we, we loved it mm-hmm. and quite frankly got very busy with his sports mm-hmm. to the point where the big classroom academics mm-hmm. were really not making him flourish. And we got some really good advice as this school was being finished, as Fusion right here where we are now, um, that this perhaps would be a much better fit for him so that he could get that individual attention rather than wondering where he was with with homework or with um, just mm-hmm. comprehension of, of everything. And um, it was mm-hmm. about readdressing his time, as we do with all of the kids, so that they – are given specific schedules and a specific curriculum with a specific set of teachers that are an ideal match so that that student from sixth grade to 12th grade can um, flourish Mm -hmm. academically, socially, and emotionally. And so that kind of Mm -hmm. support really gives them the academic confidence to want to learn um, they end up collaborating with their teachers and, in a sense, driving their own education that will take them wherever they want to go. Most of our kids on our campuses do have college aspirations, but some don't, and we'll support whatever that path may be. I have a question. Mm-hmm. I have I have a question. Because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I, I am not familiar with Fusion. Um, we don't have kids, so I'm not familiar with, with Fusion. Um, it sounds to me like this is... Uh, this format that you've developed is somewhere between traditional education and private tutoring. Is that is that kind of a decent that's description? Pretty, that's pretty good because, in a sense, um, we are we're teacher mentors. You know, having having been a parent, a teacher, and now part of administration, it's wonderful to have all those perspectives. Um, but it is, um, you know, a strict you know, academic setting, I mean, curriculum, the setting is what's different. And the relationship with your teacher is what's different. It is very um, teacher mentor-like, which is also what a tutor is like, too. Actually, um, actually, it sounds it sounds more like, as opposed to, it sounds more like somewhere in between traditional education and homeschooling. That it, more, not necessarily, homeschooling, I well, guess, is another word. Well, I'd say it's, you know, we are a campus. 
so, and we welcome all of you to come visit us, you know, anytime. Um, so there's a very much of a campus feel. We have um, a few other uh, main points about our structure besides it being one-to-one and individualized for each student because um, everyone starts at a different time and uh, during the day, depending on what makes sense for um, their, their, their lifestyle as well as their, their curriculum needs. But we have two big homework cafes, uh, which is typical of all of our campuses, where the students um, can uh, do their homework. It's baked into the schedule. So that's a big differentiation between the traditional schools. Uh, we want the students to mm -hmm. do their homework on campus with the support of a teacher in the homework cafe should they need that kind of support, you know, whether it's technology or mm -hmm. whether it's subject. And in those homework cafes, there's an opportunity to socialize. And we also have clubs mm -hmm. and we also have field trips and typical activities so it feels like a campus, and that would make it not like a homeschooling situation where you're in your own home probably, mm -hmm. you know, by yourself, mm -hmm. even though the homeschools I know have activities for kids in communities. So we do have sure. a campus feel and do have, you know, social opportunities and leadership opportunities uh, for the kids who come to Fusion campuses. Well, you know, that sounds like a godsend to parents. I mean, my sister, my younger sister as young kids – has been calling me forever saying, Jackie, can you help, you know, her son with this algebra problem? I'm like, I haven't taken algebra in 30 years. <laughs> I mean, I mean, mm -hmm. ha having to do that, that's amazing. Right, right. And, yeah, and we, uh, I just want to, uh, I, I just want to uh, frame the discussion about the homework cafe, Voskan, uh, because there is something fundamentally different and fundamentally good about the process of baking into the schedule, as Daniela uh, pointed out, the, the idea that all the schoolwork will be done on campus where there are resources, where questions can be answered, so that when the child gets home, it isn't a battle to, to get your child to do their homework. Everyone knows when the child gets home, the homework is done. It's time for family time. It's time for activities. It's time for relaxing together. If, if, the, if it's a, a, a double-income family, mom and dad are out working. When they get home, they want to be with their children. They don't want to be battling their children to get homework done. Boskin, can you talk about that? Absolutely, Joe, and it's and it's more than just that. I think some families, some families, since homework has been such a struggle for them for so long, um, I think they've lost the vision of what that time could possibly be for a family and for a student. I mean, mm. uh, there's just these students have so much potential to be um, using that time to to develop their passions and to develop their interests further. And and they're kind of stuck at that level of the homework being a challenge. And, a, and homework is a huge challenge for a lot of students, especially those that get fatigued after a long day of school. So we have baked that into the schedule here. And it's not really about homework. Um, our model is based on the mastery model since it is completely individualized. Students have to demonstrate mastery to their instructor before they can move on to new material. And how they demonstrate mm. mastery is through independent work. So we've just created a safe, supportive space for them to, to practice what they're learning in class so that they can go back and demonstrate mastery and move on to more, uh, to more complex material. And if mm -hmm. I can just add to that, I mean, you both hit some really good points yeah. because the homework 
was our game changer. I think getting through Mm. the two or three hours a night was truly a challenge, you know, for Ryan after a long day of school and practice. And oftentimes, Mm. most Mm. times, it wouldn't get done. So the struggle to stay ahead and, and, uh, you know, was what uh, was difficult. And as soon as we got into fusion, we all did get time back, especially Ryan, to explore other things that allowed him to work in an area of passion that led to his college of choice, that led to the career he now has. And I don't know that that would have happened mm. if we didn't gain back that time because of how the schedule um, was created here at Fusion. As well as, to your point, Joe, family health. We had chance to mm. do other things rather than say, have you finished your homework? It, 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 Danila, for me, uh, it sounds like as, as Jackie's pointed out, it's, it's a gift from heaven because now yeah. with families uh, that are not as they were, many families are now taking care of a uh, potentially an older adult, a, a parent. Uh, maybe uh, families are taking care of, you know, we've had families that are taking care of a, a special needs child at home. Um, when you have that environment on top of work and then on top of school by the time the 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 child that's going to school for instance gets home the idea that they can't participate with their you know grandma grandpa they can't participate in family time maybe everyone could watch a movie uh there's no time for that there's no time for that if if homework is is looming and has to be done and as you say it's going to be a one two two and a half hour process this is amazing jackie is <laughs> it's it's just amazing kelly i know you you have uh some interaction uh with um fusion south bay can you talk about so what some of your experiences have been kelly with the parents that go to the school or that, that whose children attend fusion <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. Um, I, as you know, you know, I've mentioned before, I have two boys, and uh, neither one of my boys went to Fusion. Um, however, uh, a lot of, uh, we know several families who did, um, and several you know families that chose that for maybe even just one child in their family. And what what I really love about mm. Fusion and and other programs and other even just other educational um, opportunities in the South Bay is it allows the a family to customize their education uh, potentially for each child in the family because it's not a one size fits all you know whether you have one kid whether you have four kids five kids in your family you know each child learns differently each child processes things differently um, yes the schedule that and the stress that these kids have today and that we as families have is enormous. And we haven't even talked about how to add in Talk sports and all the, the practices and oh, everything. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so I think when somebody chooses a program um, like Fusion, I, I really respect families that take the time to go, wait a minute, this child needs this, you know, because of whatever reason it is, mm-hmm. um, or maybe the family mm-hmm. needs this, you know, because my very first mm-hmm. pediatrician 
um, gosh, when my first was born, 22 years ago, um, I, I forget what it was, you know, whether he was crying at night or whatever it was, but she's like, okay. She goes, when it starts affecting the entire family, then it's time to make a change. <laughs> you know, it's like one thing if it's just the kid is unhappy or something is mm-hmm. bothering you, whatever. You know, it's, but when it starts affecting, you know, obviously negatively the entire family, then it's time to make a change. And um, I'm not saying that all people who go to fusion have reached that point, but the point being fusion is, a, is an excellent um, option for so many families. And I know my, both my kids have had friends that, that went there. Sometimes they go for a year or two and then they go back, you know, and they graduate from whatever, the public high school or something. Other times they're there the whole time. And um, I've never, I, I've seen a lot of families take a big sigh of relief when they place their child at Fusion. Wow. I bet. I, wow. I bet. Hey, hey Joe, um, can we do a little station yeah. break? We're a little bit late with that. Yes, yes, of course. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the South Bay Show, and we're so glad to be with you again. We do this show every Thursday morning at 8 a.m. and every Friday morning at 8 a.m. Uh, Thursdays is the South Bay Spotlight, where we spotlight uh, both uh, businesses and uh, events and uh celebrities from the South Bay, um, all throughout the South Bay. And then, of course, on Fridays is Manhattan Beach Chamber 360, sponsored by the Manhattan Beach Chamber, which we're very proud of, that covers mostly the businesses and the business climate and government uh, in Manhattan Beach. But, of course, we, we cover special events and the arts and music as well in Manhattan Beach on Friday. So please join us every Thursdays and Fridays at 8 a.m. or via podcast. You can join us in your uh, workout. You can join us on your commute uh, mm-hmm. or wherever you might be. Thank you very much. We, we hope to see you soon. <laughs> well, uh, Danila, this is really uh, quite amazing. Tell us again how many campuses in how many states Happy, happy to. So we have now, and I have to do a count. You know, as I talk to parents, I like to let them know that fact, and it's been growing in the last couple of years. So we have 61 campuses in 15 states, and our website has all this information because you can go on and actually look up the campuses in your area or in other areas. But um, I can share. We have most of our campuses in California. We have 17 campuses in, in, in California five in L.A. County, two in Orange County, two in San Diego County, and the rest up in Northern California. Um, and then shall I tell you some of the states? Um, uh, no, 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 no. I have, we have too many, we have too many <laughs> questions. We have too many questions. Uh, we, and, and, and we just care about Fusion in South Bay. We, 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 That's we true. Care about it. Yeah. Uh, but I no, appreciate um, that, Jen. I am, I am having – I am still having a hard time wrapping my head around the one-on-one. How does that work? How does that work? You know, Boston and I both have been teachers. Boston, do you want to take that first to kind of give you our perspective on how amazing it is? And then, of course, as a, as, as, as a parent, when I could just see that all that, that my son was getting all that focus, I mean, you have that teacher 100% for that entire class time. And then, of course, afterwards in, in the homework cafe, there's a lot of 
interaction after the class time, but you really, as a teacher, get to understand where the student is at and make sure that they're getting to the next place and mastering it. And there's no question that may leave a, a, a student unknowing of where he or she's comprehension is or understanding is of, of, of the topic. So that intense engagement, I mean, it's relaxed, but it's intense in that you have complete access to the teacher in that classroom environment um, really takes care of all the challenges of, I think, of, 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 of learning and you feel confident and you want to pursue things and you have, um, there's an efficiency to that too. You kind of move at the pace of the curriculum, but you can also go at the pace that's right for you. You don't have to go with the, the classroom pace. And that's so the you wonderful don't, thing. So, so it's not a classroom with 30 kids in it, like a 45-minute class. It's a 20-minute, like, with, with each kid? Or, I'm, I'm, no, it's a, no I, I see what you're saying. So um, our campuses are a combination of, of 20 to 30 individual. It looks like maybe a home office that is um, simple furniture, but two desks that are configured in a variety of ways so that there's engagement, a lesson's had, there's a blackboard, there, a whiteboard, I mean, there's books, and you do some work, and there's some individual classwork, and, you know, um, drilling and quizzing, depending on the subject matter, you know, lecturing, um, and then working on projects, uh, collaborating on what the assessments will feel like, and it ends up being a very creative, you know, process in trying to showcase for the student to showcase what he or she knows and all of our campuses really put a high premium on enrichment programs with with music and, and art being the two main ones and we try to have that be part of a student's academic journey as well and there's the opportunity to infuse music and art into the other subjects to kind of cross-pollinate and make that learning about biology or Spanish a little bit more creative and a little bit more fun. It's not always about multiple choice or writing an essay. Maybe it's about, you know, recreating, um, you know, a, a scene or actually writing a song or singing a song or creating an art exhibit that showcases what you know about, about culture or about science. Mm -hmm. Does and that how, give you a better scenario? Yeah, but how large is your student population? Um, it does so, vary from campus to campus. Both can speak to that. Yeah, I want to take a I want to take a shot at answering that question too, Jackie, because there's just so much to talk about. I think kind of a glimpse at what the enrollment process looks like would would uh, clarify some things as well. So, um, our enrollment process starts with uh, a very thorough discovery process, which starts with Danila and. And the reason for that is to really unwrap the student's story and the family's story so that we can place them with the right teachers. Um, but logistically speaking, uh, student schedules kind of resemble what a college student schedule would look like. So they would have a block schedule. So they would have um, potentially three classes, three to four classes a day, um, different subjects. They would be um, uh, an hour per subject, and then they would spend an hour in the homework cafe working independently on wh whatever was assigned uh, in that class. And um, to speak to a question you had asked earlier about uh, traditional, what's traditional, I'm, the, 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 
the subjects that we cover is, are traditional. So students are taking, you know, their A through G requirements, uh, and which differ from grade to grade. Uh, outside of that, I would say everything is completely individualized. Next year, we're expecting anywhere from 80 to 90 students. And in talking to parents, sometimes when they ask the question about what is fusion, um, it really depends on who the student is. Uh, so if we have 84 students next year, we're kind of like 84 different schools kind of all wrapped into one. I hope that helps clarify things mm. a little bit. Mm. Mm. I mean, I think, okay. I mean, to give you an idea of the different, I mean, the different kinds of kids who will maybe come for just an alternative school but have a schedule Monday through Friday that somewhat mirrors a, you know, eight to, to three or nine to four o'clock day, but then there are others who come just for the morning because of what their other obligations require in the afternoon. Some may um, mm-hmm. have sport obligations or other interests. Um, some may just need a flexible schedule because of their family flow, or some may not all come the traditional semesters. You know, it'll be created based on, family travel. I mean, that comes into play as well. And we can support any kind of student that needs um, special attention, but then also flexible schedule, or they just learn better one-to-one. They just need to have that interaction, that discussion, um, and they don't flourish when they're, for most part of the day, are, are passive and listening in a group classroom. So it does have to be the right fit, and I think Wilson said it right. It has to begin with um, an unwrapping and a discovery of what the situation is so that we can, you know, meet the kid and and, and collaborate with the family to um, reach the goals of their child. Danielle, I have a question. Yeah. Um, Is there required, what's the ratio between the face-to-face time with their instructor and maybe um, uh, the amount of work they can do online? Is there, um, is, do some kids do, you know, 50 face-to-face, 50 online? Is there, are there those components existing? Um, Do they have to always check in once a week? I mean, what are all those guidelines? Everything is one-to-one. Everything is one-to-one. I mean, that is a common question, um, and, and it kind of makes sense when you, you see the campus. Um, if there is some travel in the course, during the course, or a, a student is sick, we will accommodate a, a, a Zoom session, an online session, to kind of keep the momentum going. But everything is one-on-one, so the students step into a classroom, and the, the students will change, you know, um, period to period, um, but if they are facing a teacher all the time. Um, so there isn't necessarily an online option. That's not what we have, what we aim for. We aim to have them step into right. class and engage with the teacher. So when they step into mm-hmm. class um, and they switch from class to class, whatever, math to history to science, um, do they have a different one-to-one teacher for each one of those subjects, or do they have one teacher that takes them through all subjects? It's the form of what you said. So uh, whether you're a sixth grader or you're a 12th grader, your day will start with, um, you know, Mari and math. And after um, that finishes, there's 10 minutes to get to the next class. And the next class may really just be the homework cafe where you will go to finish 
an independent, you know, project or complete the homework for the day. Um, and and that's, that's what we aim for, to have a, a math and then a homework cafe, a biology and then a homework cafe. Everybody has lunch at 12.30, 12.30 to 1.30. Everyone needs that break. And then classes will resume for everybody at 1.30. But it is like, like college. You move from class to class, um, different teacher. Sometimes you could have a teacher that teaches you history and a language. You know, so that can happen. Our teachers do double up, triple up on some subjects. Um, but the student is not in one class uh, the whole time. They move around. And 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 so, um, so are age different age groups like mingling? They That's they absolutely are. Too. Yeah, they absolutely are. We have um, we serve students from sixth through twelfth grade. I would say we have more students in high school. Um, we tend to have more eleventh graders and tenth graders, but our middle school has been growing considerably in the last few years. Um, and, you know, what we find is that students tend to really connect with whoever they feel developmentally similar to and have similar interests to. Uh, students really don't know what grade they're in unless they share that information amongst themselves. Um, and it's, it's really beautiful to see how organic that could be because that really is how the real world works. Um, I don't find myself hanging out only with 39th graders or um, so that's kind of what it resembles. <laughs> no, I think that's fantastic mm -hmm. because you know I I came up I went to a private Catholic school and there was a real there was a real difference between a seventh grader and an eighth grader. You know, if you were a seventh grader, the eighth graders didn't want to hang out with you. You know, uh, it, yeah. it, 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 no, it, it, it was you know, and and you certainly didn't socialize with the second and third graders. You know, so so that that's interesting. That's interesting, and I like the idea of um, because. You know, not all kids are emotionally developed at the, they don't emotionally develop at the same rate. So if say, you know, if an eighth grader is more comfortable hanging out with the sixth grader, uh, I mean, that just opens up a world of possibilities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just to take it a step further in terms of the mingling opportunities, you know, in the afternoons during the regular school year, um, we do a lot of tutoring for the local kids. So that kind of comes into play as well. So the kids will come from, you know, Miracosta, Redondo, uh, even like, you know, Vista Mar, the public, the private schools to um, take tutoring here between like 3.30 and 7.30. And so that mingling kind of happens as well with our full-time and part-time students. Well, that's interesting. So you don't even have to yes, go to, you don't, you don't have to be enrolled in Fusion to, to take advantage of the, the, the format that you offer. No, and we have a variety of uh, le levels of services, educate that we provide beyond the part uh, full-time and part-time students. Right now we, of course, are in summer school. Uh, we have a pretty robust summer school program because we are flexible and we can accommodate the myriad of things that we do in the South Bay, whether it's junior guards or sports obligations or just, family vacation mm -hmm. so that all that fits in for the health of the family and the, and the age the kids are at. Um, but we also have um, uh, test prep that they can come and get here, uh, whether it's ACT or SAT. Mm -hmm. And um, we also have some programs that would benefit just external students that we call them. I don't know, Wilson, if you want to touch upon those that 
Um, we welcome students who aren't even part-time that come for our COGX program. I don't know if that's something you want to take on. Both. Yeah, absolutely. Sure, Danila. Uh, so Danila mentioned we're, we're offering a myriad of services depending on the students' needs, and our, ins our instructors who are teaching full-time, our full-time student body during the day um, are are the same instructors that are, are tutoring and mentoring in the evening as well. So they're subject-specific experts. They're uh, experts in, in curriculum. They're not just they're not just tutors for support. They're familiar with the curriculum that the students are coming in needing support with. Um, we also offer a very unique program called COGX, um, which is a which really is a program that teaches students how to learn and what successful learning is teaching them the science of learning. At the same time, it's a cognitive enhancement program, so it's completely individualized depending on what a student's needs are. Um, it enhances their cognition by, by uh, training uh, and developing through specific proprietary exercises and um, at the same time, generalizing whatever those gains are for that student to their schoolwork, to uh, their home life. And it's basically what we're seeing in that program specifically is and just across the board, our parents are coming in and saying, my, what we're seeing for my student is extreme executive dysfunction. And from a cognitive perspective, executive dysfunction is uh, because of specific weaknesses in, in processing skills. So uh, it's a program that addresses, again, a, a, a myriad of needs for students. Wow. 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 Now, now I have to ask ten, you, do you uh, – oh, oh go, ahead. go ahead, Joe. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Well – Jackie, like you, I have many questions, but the, <laughs> the one question that really comes to my mind is if I were, and I have considered being a teacher at various times throughout my career, primarily a software engineer, but I've often thought about teaching, this sounds like the absolute best place to become a teacher. Can you talk a little bit about that, Voskan? I don't know what your needs are for teachers, but I know it sounds like a great place to work. Yes, and I, I will give you my complete biased um, perspective on this right now. Uh, so, <laughs> so I was teaching, uh, I was teaching many years prior, uh, prior to starting at Fusion uh, eight years ago, and um, I loved teaching. I mean, it's a, it's a rewarding field. It's a very difficult field, but uh, I found my home here, and. It's it's kept me here and it's it's kept me growing. It's a completely different experience teaching at Fusion. It um, it's like the the level of intimacy and the 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 the, the relationships. It really is about the relationships, not just not just with mm -hmm. the students, but we're such a small intimate space that it really has a family feel to it. Um, it's really rewarding to connect to the students. It's really rewarding to see progress in real time. That's kind of the challenge in working in traditional schools is that you don't see progress in real time, um, but you're getting immediate feedback from the student. And the, the eventual goal really is to coach the student in becoming the leader in their classroom so that the learning is really student-centered. And I've seen students that have started here in the eighth grade, and by the 11th grade, they're rushing to their classrooms with all the material and resources that are needed for the next project where the teacher isn't having to mm -hmm. do anything, but really coach somebody who's already moved into an empowered space. So that's one mm -hmm. huge benefit. 
I think, of working here. Another is just um, autonomy and, and creativity. We just have so much flexibility because really our, the ideal is to have a completely individualized instruction. So um, teachers that are really thrive, thrive from getting to know a student and, um, and really creating curriculum for them would really thrive over here. So I think really creative, independent thinkers would really thrive over here. People that are really wow. passionate about their subjects. Wow. Um, we see so many, obviously, in the news, we see so many, you know, conflicts between the, the teaching community and their administration, uh, salaries, uh, working conditions, uh, class size, uh, and on and on and on. Uh, when you talk about a, a space like fusion, it sounds like a whole different world. Um, obviously, uh, wonderful, but of course, it's it costs to provide such education. It costs to provide such space for the students and for the teachers to teach in. Can you talk a little bit about that, Foskin? Absolutely. Um, it does cost. Uh, it is it is an expensive program, um, but it's it provides so much value for so many mm. students, and really, it's 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 transformational. So um, the cost mm. is not just a monetary cost. It it takes. It takes a lot. It takes a lot of work, mm -hmm. uh, both from yeah. our side and from, from the family side and, and from the student side. You know, um, we've worked with students where the first year, uh, the first year is a really big challenge because uh, the focus does completely shift on to, uh, onto the student and we're really developing them towards individuality and empowerment. And, and sometimes that's a lot for a student to handle in the beginning. So um, a lot of work has to mm -hmm. be done on our end. There has to be a lot of hand-holding, a lot of scaffolding, uh, constant communication with families. I mean, there are some families that we talk to on a, on a daily basis. Um, and and that's, that's a lot of service. Um, I don't know if yeah, I answered your question, it, Joe, but I... No, it, it, yeah. it, it's, no, no it's, it sounds very good. I, I, I wanted to ask, um, because what I see now, and it's been going on for a while now, uh, in public, it's not just public schools, uh, but I'm seeing a lot of uh, where they bring in parents and 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 other like aides, teachers, assistants to sit with individual kids within a big classroom. Um, it sounds like you don't have that issue, so it sounds to me like it, it's a real because parents today are are drafted into doing a lot of work for schools because schools just they're not getting the budgets anymore so you know they, they they don't have the staff they don't have the means you hear about teachers having to buy you know notepads and stuff for their students um and and parents it's amazing to me how much time they have to volunteer in the schools do you do you do you, do you have to deal with that with your format no um no, we don't. We don't have. We don't have aides, um, and 
As far as parent involvement, it, it differs from family to family. Again, some, some students just so our teachers are writing home to the parents every single day. So every single teacher writes a narrative and emails it to the parent every single day for every single class. So parents are really kept in the loop on the daily. So not only about what's being covered in class, but how the student is showing up and how they're progressing um, academically and emotionally uh, in the class. And some families require uh, more communication than that. So um, we're, we're meeting mm -hmm. periodically and readjusting what the strategy is with the student. A lot of time we're including the student in those conversations. Sometimes we're not including the parents in those conversations and we're just, we're just telling the parents what's happening afterwards. So um, it's there. There's a reason why our schools can't grow like a campus can't grow beyond a certain number. So it's just so we can maintain that, that intimacy and that level of quality and communication. Right. All right. Well, you know, something we just fascinating. I, I, I didn't know anything <laughs> about this. Yeah, but our hour is up, Joe. we got to wrap it up. we got to wrap it up, but Voskan, uh, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you, Joe. I live, love, and laugh. I love that. I wrote that down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, Danila, I'm, I'm so uh it's wonderful to talk with you and to find you doing this uh, and uh, uh, say hello to Mike and, and Ryan for, for us and our family. Likewise, and do come visit. You would like to see, you would enjoy yeah. the school, all of you, please. Thanks for having we, us. I, 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 I plan to. Amazing, amazing, amazing uh, uh, process and, and organization. Uh, really wonderful. Uh, thank you so much for joining us, Kelly and Jackie. Always a pleasure, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Have a great weekend. What a great show. Have a great weekend, everyone. Uh, check it out, uh, fusionacademy.com, fusionacademy.com. You will find something of singular educational opportunities. Uh, really uh, just amazing. And uh, thank you, everyone. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.